Thank you for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself, your host, Jessica Newsom. I am so glad to be here with you today. Okay, all of you are wondering, not all of you, let me get over myself for five minutes. Many of you are wondering, uh, okay, what is it like being a whole wife, Jessica? What is it like being a married woman? Because me talking to people all the time, ministering to people all the time, there's so many fears. There's fears about sex, right? Ugh, well, I like it. I never liked it before, being intimate with uh, the opposite sex. There's so many different fears that we have come accustomed to over the years, and we're wondering, okay, do those things just dissipate when you get married? Because this whole walk is about trusting God, straight up. Like, the whole walk is about trusting God, And it's trusting him even when you don't know what the outcome will be. And that is one of the scariest things ever. It really is. I think in my walk, I have, oh man, trusting God for 10 years without seeing the fruit of some of the things I've been praying for is terrifying sometimes, right? Like there has been many times when I wanted to let go of the hand of God and say, you know what, totally just forget this because I'm not sure if God's going to do it. And the circumstances around me kind of just makes me think as though God isn't there. He's not listening. He's not going to do it for me. And oftentimes it seems as though everyone else around me is getting blessed. And I'm just sitting here waiting on the sidelines. And that is so frustrating. But let me tell you something about the goodness of the Lord. Okay. Let me tell you something about that. When it comes down to following God, you have to follow with complete blind faith. Straight up, it's blind faith. And that is so terrifying to the average person because you aren't sure if God's going to come through. You aren't sure if you could trust this God that you cannot see, cannot, cannot feel, right? And you are giving up your way of doing things. You're giving up your way of just trying to live life for this book that tells you, This is the only way. This is the only truth. This is the freedom that you've been searching for. Give up your old lifestyle and follow the word of God. Follow this book because in this book is life. In this book, you will discover uh, uh, Jesus Christ. You will discover who God is. You will discover what the Holy Spirit is there for, right? And so I have been married for two weeks now, okay? Two weeks now and it has been amazing at the same time, partly a headache, okay? Um, In any relationship, in any relationship, it's frustrating, right? In any relationship, relationship, there's ups and downs, there's arguments. It is learning how to live with the other person, learning how to find your common ground, navigating the ups and downs of someone else's personality, That's any relationship, okay? Same sex or not, okay? So those are going to be things that are there and things that we have to navigate in general, okay? But some of the questions that I know people want to know, and shoot, something that I wanted to know before I got here, the, 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 the things that were burning on my heart were these questions, right? One, sex. Will you like it, Jessica? This is something that I ask myself over and over again because, like many of you, right, I have tried to have sex with the opposite sex 
uh, in my past thinking that that would quote unquote fix me. Okay. Thinking that, okay, well, I can help myself be straight by just getting into a physical relationship with someone. And that is the dumbest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Well, it's not. I've done a lot dumber things. But when it comes down to that, that is the natural way. That is the human, uh, the human way of trying to figure out if something will work, right? We trial and error. And so having sex uh, uh, in the past with men, right, um, twice, right? It's just like, okay, um, one, one guy, you know, I just thought he was very attractive. So I was like, let me have sex with him. And maybe that'll make me straight, right? Maybe I will have this epiphany that I like men, right? And um, whatever. And so that didn't work. That was just a total fail. And then the other time it was with um, a guy who was like a best friend. And I'm just like, okay, well, maybe this will work. And nope, didn't work at all. And so I came to the conclusion that, you know what? I'm just gay. End of the story. It is what it is, okay? And so um, that assisted in helping me to embrace my sexuality as a lesbian. And so that's all I have known, okay? Ten years now, following God, I think I'm at 11 or something, following God for the past several years with that in mind, with that in mind of, well, I didn't like it before. Why would I like it now? It's a physical act. I've done the physical act. I didn't like it. So how am I going to all of a sudden enjoy it now? That doesn't make sense. Let me tell you something about the goodness of the Lord. Okay. Um, trusting God when you don't understand what he is doing Walking that out for however long it takes, even if you don't see the breakthrough that you're looking for or desiring, we have to get to a place to where God is enough, even if we don't get the things that we're asking for. And I've said this before, you know, I had to lay down those desires of, man, I want to get married and have kids help me in this area, right? I had to give that up to God and say, you know what? If you don't do anything else for me, the fact that you've given me salvation, that is enough, okay? So I meet this guy. Let me backtrack, okay? I was horrible at dating, meaning didn't do it because I didn't know what to do or how to date, okay? So pre-Christ, um, I was just out there. I was out there living life with whoever, right? Uh, whatever pretty face was around me, um, um, I was much like a dude, right? I was just like, hey, what's good? Let's hang out. Okay, I'm going to keep it PG-13. And so now as a Christian, I was taught, like many of you, be still and your husband will find you. If that is not a load of poo-poo, I don't know what is. Before you turn this off and judge me, let me tell you something. I had, it took me a while to break free from that thought, that teaching, okay? Because tell me something, you going to work and coming home, going to sleep and repeating that cycle, how is your husband going to find you? Is he going to knock on your door, just some random guy 
the Lord has told me um, that you were my wife, so I'm stopping by. No, you think he's nuts, right? You don't even know this guy, okay? Um, no one is going to just show up at your door. Now, there are definitely lots of uh, cases where you're at a church and then the guy's at the church and you guys get to know each other. You guys, you know, begin a courtship and you get married. Awesome. I love it, okay? But that doesn't happen for everyone, especially seemingly the older you get, right? I am about to be 38 in two weeks, okay? And dating at a, in, in your 30s is so different than dating in your 20s, okay? Um, so dating in my 30s, it was just, just rough because we all have baggage. So, you know, the higher the number we go in age, the more baggage. It's a mess. And um, shoot, myself included, right? And so I waited 10 years for my husband to find me. Let me tell you, oh, guess how many dates I've been on in 10 years before I met my husband? Zero. 10 years, zero dates. So something seemed a little off, okay? I was even approached by a pastor who said, Jessica, you are you are a beautiful girl. You want to get married, right? And I'm like, yeah, you know? And he's like, well, well um, excuse me. He's like, well, how come you haven't been dating? I'm like, yo, I don't know. I don't get it, right? Um, and something that he said to me kind of like, just made me kind of just, I don't know, I didn't really like it too much. He said, well, you are a little too, what what was the word he said? Um, not strong natured, but um, I can be very, uh, I can't even think of the word. You know how like some women, they're very soft and dainty and all that stuff. Like that's not me. I, I, I am an A-type personality, you know, especially being in ministry. I'm like, what do we have to do? Okay, you do this, you do that, let's go, you know, and people make, there There it is, thank you, intimidating. I am apparently intimidating was the word. And I'm thinking, I'm not intimidating, right? Like, I don't, whatever. And so I felt as though I needed to change who I was, and I'm talking about change who I was in ministry, because I, you know, did a lot of working at my church. So I wasn't just sitting on the pews, listening, and then going home. No, I am behind the scenes, in front of the scenes, right? I am working at the church. So what people see is that A-type personality. And I had to get to a place to where definitely I took a step back, and I'm like, okay, am I a little hardened around the edges a little bit? You know, do I need to soften myself in certain areas? And definitely I could have, but... At the same time, you don't have to completely change who you are for those around you. Like, you don't have to completely change that, okay? There's areas that we all need work, okay? But if you have to change who you are completely, okay, then it, this is this just isn't working out for you. And so, anyway, 10 years, and I'm on Instagram, okay? I'm on Instagram, just scrolling through, and I see this dating coach, right? And I'm just like, okay, all right, I see you. And I love her content, okay? Um, her ministry, it's called Curved to Cuff, okay? Um, it is uh, Tor Sense. 
She's absolutely amazing, right? She's on Instagram. A little shout out to her, okay? And something just told me to take her class. This is months of just like scrolling through her IG feed, okay? And then I'm like, take her class. And then I, I, you know, asked how much is it? And the price just kind of gut punched me. I'm like, what? You know, you think I'm having surgery. But let me tell you something. I prayed about it. The Holy Spirit told me to do it. And I'm like, you going to give me the money? He's like, well, you work, so you got the money. I'm like, no. But let me tell you that that was the best investment into myself that I have ever made. We invest into a lot of different things. I know I'm going off topic. Don't worry, I'm coming back. We invest into a lot of different things, but we don't always invest into ourselves the way we should. I took this class three months, phenomenal. Her content in the class was absolutely amazing. I would rate her five stars out of five stars, A++. I'd do it again if I could. Um, Well, I don't need to because I got a man now, right? And so... That class taught me in three months, in three months, what I have never been taught. Now, my mom here or there have mentioned little things, right? Um, You know, but when someone takes uh, the word of God, when someone gives you their insight and input into what they have navigated, it is absolutely phenomenal. So through this program, I found my husband. He's amazing, right? But let me tell you something. I had to tear down what I thought I needed, what I thought I wanted. Because putting the mirror in front of my own face, I realized that I could not uh, meet the standard that I was asking for a man to meet in regards to, you know, like dating material. So I have all these criterias about men and I'm just like, okay, he needs to, um, he needs to pray all day, right? He needs to read his Bible all day, every day. You know, he needs to, you know, be a man after God's own heart. He needs to like, a lot of these things are good. And yes, some of them it's like, okay, you have got to definitely do this. But do I read my Bible every day? No. Right. Do I mess up sometimes? Yes. Are there areas in my life where God's like, look, you need to fix this or this ain't going to work out, right? You know, um, you aren't walking the path that I've created for you. There's issues in my life, so why would I think that he, the husband that I am desiring, would be absolutely perfect? He's not. So, one, I had to put my, my, uh, um, I had to put my requirements into proper perspective. That's what I had to do. Anyway, met my man, and he was definitely sweet. He made me laugh. I love that because naturally I'm an introvert, okay? You may not think so, but I totally am. I'm an introvert. And so I need someone who's kind of like an extrovert who will just make me laugh, and that's awesome. When it came down to the core things that I was needing, okay, not wanting but needing, he met those things. He met those things. And um, so we met in April of last year, okay, 2021, We got married February 2022, and I remembered uh, years ago, years ago, someone looked at me and they said, you will get married, Jessica. Don't fret. Don't be dismayed. Don't harden your heart about this topic. And she said, when you do meet him, when God brings him to you, it'll happen quickly. 
yeah, April to February is very quickly to me. You know, I'm just like, oh, that's, you know, that kind of quickly, that's not going to work for me because, you know, I have all these fears and insecurities and I don't know how that's going to work. Let me tell you, it worked out. It worked out. The fears and the, the, the questions, the confusion that I had, a lot of that dissipated. But I will say there was a time period in the beginning of us dating where it was kind of like, okay, I'm feeling this guy and that scared me. So automatically I wanted to run. I just wanted to book it the opposite direction because I would rather uh, separate myself from him than get hurt by him, right? So it's like I'll hurt my health, myself versus you hurting me, right? Um, and so we navigated those areas of my insecurities, his insecurities, and we worked through those things and we're working towards, you know, um, loving each other in spite of our own hurts and heartbreaks, right? And so one of the big things that I was worried about was sex. I'm like, oh my God, oh my gosh, like, will I like it? I don't know. And let me tell you something, like, I'm not putting all my tea out there, but I'm saying that was something that brought me true fear over the past 10 years, okay? But when it came down to it, not a fear in the world, like, it was as if, looking back, I go, why did that even scare you? Like, it's almost like, you know, um, you get on a roller coaster for the first time and you're in line and you're just terrified and your palms are sweating and you're like, oh my God, this is scary. Oh my God, right? And uh, you're freaking out for the whole hour you're in line. Um, and you get on the ride and your heart's pounding. At the end of it, you're like, yeah, that was fun. I was tripping. That's kind of like how it was. The enemy, right, Satan, will magnify every single fear that you have in order to keep you from God's best. If he can get you to think that, oh, my gosh, you'll never like having sex, so like with the opposite sex, so if you get married and then you don't like it, man, you're going to be embarrassed. You're going to embarrass yourself. You got married. Everyone knows you got married, you know, and so this is just going to be a fiasco. Let me tell you something. That is not the God that we serve. It is not the God that we serve. And so when it comes down to that, that is not even an issue because God changed my heart. He changed my mind. Let me tell you, the groove patterns we have in our brain because of the natural way we have navigated life, God's like, I want to change those groove patterns, right? So he starts to shift those groove patterns to line up with the Holy Spirit, to line up with the mind of Christ, and so that when we get to all these uh, places in our life to where we're just like, oh man, that thing kind of scared me. It's not even an issue. Yeah, there's going to be some stuff where it's like, okay, this is kind of an issue. But God will navigate you through those hard times. He will navigate you through your fears. If if you're just like, man, I'm 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 afraid that He won't be gentle um, because I have all of these fears, you know, and He's just going to want to go at it. Let me tell you something: a man that loves God will love you like Christ loves the church. Okay. So he will be gentle. He will take his time. Um, he will be cognizant of your fears and all of those things. Another thing was, you know, just even that attraction towards a man that I feared. You know, I would always say this. I would say, 
whenever people would be like, what, you're a lesbian? Like, I don't get that. That's crazy. You don't like guys at all. And the way I would try to explain how I liked guys, it was this, I would say, guys are like, this is kind of messed up, but I was like, guys are like puppies. There's, they're, they're cute. Sometimes you want to play with them, right? But you'd never go beyond that. Like you'd never, you know, do anything with the puppy. That's disgusting. That's something you do not do ever. That's something that doesn't even cross your mind. Right. And so that's how I would try to explain to people how I thought about guys like, yeah, he's cute. He's attractive, but no. Right. And so it was just baffling, still mind blowing how there was just that attraction towards my husband. And um, (laughs) there was no issue. It just happened organically and it happened naturally. Now, when I would try to force myself to like a guy, right? You know, maybe you're at church and you're just like, well, he's cute, so I should like him. Okay, I'm going to try to like him. If that guy is not for you, if he's not your husband, or if that is not the timing that God has for you, then you trying to force something that God is not putting together, it's not going to work. So do not force God's hand because you can't. So when you find yourself, okay, trying to, uh, 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 trying to, what is the word, put together that dream on your own, it usually falls apart very quickly, right? And the only thing that is, the only thing that is affirmed are the fears you had before. But when God is in it, when God is doing it, right, no matter how long it takes, I told you I'm about to be 38, no matter how long it takes, when God is in it, it'll come together. It may have bumps in the road, stuff like that, but it'll come together, especially if we humble ourselves and we just uh, 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 take those fears as they come and just give it to God and say, God, help me to navigate this area in my life. Another question that people always have is, do you desire women at all? You know, and again, there's people that's out there. God bless you. People that's out there that says, you know, you know, God delivered me from homosexuality and I never looked at the same sex ever again. God bless you. You know, um, sometimes like that is my daily prayer. Okay. But In my experience, this is my thorn in the flesh, okay? I spent so much of my life entertaining women, right? I cannot say that now just because I am married, I do not have the capability to look at women with lust, I guess. Let's say that. Um, I have eyes, right? I have eyes and... I can lust after a woman if I allow myself to go there, if that makes sense. So although God changed my heart about men, okay, the fact that I opened the door to same-sex attraction and walked through it, Right, the fact that I opened that door in the beginning and I have tasted that sin, right? And I will always remember that sin because it's my past, 
right? Those are, those are experiences that I have had. I remember a lot of them, okay? That does not mean that I do not find women attractive, um, but it's what I do with the thought. Now, the enemy is so crafty at trying to get us to, you know, um, look at women with lust, you know? And so he'll, that's exactly what he'll do. Like, he'll be like, hey, look at her, look at her, look at her. That's your type, right? She's cute, right? And um, I could lean into that or I don't have to. And following God is daily dying to ourselves saying, you know what? I'm choosing not to lean into that. So although I am married and have an amazing husband and I'm attracted to him physically and sexually, all that stuff, um, I have to choose to not lust after women um, because it is what it is. I don't even know what else to say about that. <laughs> um, but that's how it's also been over the past 10 years. No husband, no boyfriend, and it was choosing to not lust after women. So you who are walking out of homosexuality, delivered, whatever you want to call it, and you are trying to turn your eye from the same sex, when you get married, if you get married, you're still going to have to do that same thing. It is what it is, right? Just because you've got this amazing guy doesn't mean that you will not have to still fight the devil off. You know what I'm saying? Because we live in a fallen world. It is what it is. We live here on this earth, and on this earth, the the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That is his purpose. That is what he's trying to do in your life and in my life. So he will always try you. So what your job is, is to die daily and say, God, have your way in my life. Be glorified, magnified in my in my life as you are in heaven. And so it's daily dying to yourself. Um, some people think that, okay, because I just said what I said, you know, I could find myself in the bed with a woman, you know, in a week or two. I mean, if you give into lust and you give into the temptation and you start flirting and then hanging out, of course, that's what happens, right? In any relationship, again, it doesn't have to be same sex, put yourself in whatever, like in, you know, the opposite, uh, sex relationship, if you are hanging out with someone who you find attractive, they find you attractive, and you're constantly hanging out with them, um, and you feel that tug towards them and that attraction, and they're feeling the same thing, what is going to happen, right? That is like human nature, right? But we have to die to the flesh. So it's saying, you know what? I am not going to hang out with that person because not only do I find myself attracted to them, but they find themselves attracted to me. So this is not going to be a good fix, uh, fix, right? I mean, a good uh, fit <laughs> for a friendship. Um, and then people ask me, am I happy? I'm happy. I love being married. I have three amazing children now, um, 15, 14, and 8, and they're absolutely amazing and so it's really cool just jumping into being a new mom, right, to teenagers and a cute little kid. And um, it's wonderful. Um, at the same time, it's navigating the unknown, but I absolutely, absolutely love it. And I wouldn't change any of it for the world. I love my kids. I love my husband. And I can't believe I'm saying that right now. Like, even right now, to hear myself say that when... A year ago, I was feeling so hopeless and downcast and worried and concerned and never thinking that I would make it here. 
It's the goodness of God. And let me tell you something. I didn't do anything to earn it. Nothing. Nothing. Like, I am so imperfect. I'm just like, God, why? Why did you bless me when I haven't been the best version of myself, of your son? And God says, because I love you. Oh, my God. That is everything right there. So for you, the person who is struggling, and you're just like, how am I going to receive good things from God? How is God going to love me? How is God going to walk with me? Because I am just a mess. It's because he loves you. It's nothing that you have done, nothing that you've done. It's because he is. He is God. He created you. He loves you, flaws and all, but he wants you to change, right? He wants to grow you into the woman that he's called you to be or the man that he's called you to be because he's such a good God. I hope that you guys like this. If you have any questions, please feel free to hit me up. Um, You can go to www.loveatthecross.com and you could email me, leave a message. And if this stuff edifies you, if you find value in these podcasts or on YouTube, if you're watching, please feel free to leave a donation because all of it goes back into this ministry. It helps me to do what I do for you. I love you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Victory is Greater Than the Struggle in Ex-Lesbian Podcast. I'll see you guys next time.